legal reasons, I have to say, music heard on the Sean Boyles podcast, I do not have the rights to, and I am not trying to make any money off of other people's material. Thank you, and on with the show. It's the Sean Boyles podcast. Music. Comedy, drums, life, burritos. Dude, it's Shaw Boyles. Welcome to the Shaw Boyles Podcast. Ah, Ronnie James Dio. Ronnie James Dio, ladies and gentlemen. Rest in peace. The best metal singer ever, ever. I don't give a shit what you say. Rob Halford, great. He can do the high-pitched scream and bullshit, but... Ronnie James Dio, man. Ah, dude wouldn't even warm up. Just go up there on the stage, belt that shit out. He was the man. He was the man. What's up, Dirties? How are you? You getting through it? Ah, I'm getting through it. I'm getting through it. It's been getting cold, huh? Holy shit. It just all of a sudden just changed. Just boomed. I was feel I felt it last week. I felt a couple days it had that nip in the air. It had that nip, and now it is cold. Like it's cold tonight, Jack. I'm out here in the in the uh, iPod uh, iPod podcast uh, makeshift studio, which is the workshop on the property where I rent. And uh, it's cold out here in the workshop. The little sp- the space heater is in the studio apartment, keeping my wife warm. And I sit out here with small balls because I'm cold. And that's what you got to do. That's how you do it. That's how you keep your wife happy. You let her use the heater and you freeze your dick off. All right? Just just deal with it. Just do it. You can do it. It's just a little bit of cold. You can be cold for a couple minutes. It's going to be fine. Put the heater in there for the wife. Or if you fucking got that kind of money throwing around... Buy yourself another fucking heater. How about that? Then you could have a heater, and then she can have a heater. How about that? You could do that. You could. You could. You could do that. I might do that. I don't know. But I don't have that kind of money to be thrown around all willy-nilly. <sighs> yeah, Um. so what's going on? I've been, uh, I, dude, I've been able to, uh, I've been able to hit some open mics. Been out there. Getting out there, bringing my own mic. Bring your own mic. All right, if you're gonna do open mics, bring your own mic. It takes a couple minutes. You swap it out, plug it in, and you go. And then you're then you're not got a thing that's shaped like a dick waving in front of your face. It's had everybody else spitting into it. All right, use your own spit into it thing that's shaped like a dick, and have that around in your face. 
If it's your own shaped like a dick thing that's in your face, in and around your face, it's it's not so bad. But when it's some other person's shaped like a dick thing in in and around your face, that could be a little unnerving. So get your own mic. That's the shaped like a dick thing I'm talking about. Sorry, took a drink of the iced tea. A little thirsty this this evening. Uh, yeah, man. So, uh, yeah, I've been hitting open mics, hitting open mics, working on some um, work, you know, fine-tuning the bits or throwing out some new ideas. I tried to work on a new thing, but I got distracted and I fucked it all up. Um, a new bit about kitty litter boxes. Yeah, that's where we're at. That's what's going on. Uh, but uh, uh, prop, uh, speaking of these open mics, Props out to Jeff Morris. Uh, Jeff Morris is a um, local comedian here in the Bay Area. Um, I don't know how. I don't know if he's been at it for too long as far as straight stand-up, but I know he's been a mu- uh, uh, he's a musician, but he's also a magician, musician, magician, comedian. He's uh, he's trying to check off all the boxes. But uh, props to him. He's an older gentleman. Props to him, though. He's got three open mics that he's running here in the East Bay. Um, one right here fucking down the street from my fucking house. It's fucking amazing. So, um, so yeah, I am literally right from that open mic as we are recording this on Thursday evening. Uh, I hit his mic, did my time, and uh, slapped some hands and bumped elbows and fists with a couple of folks and uh, got the fuck out of there and came home. So I can record my podcast. Uh, the things I do for you people. So, uh, yeah, man. Uh, it's been good to... Uh, it feels... Ah, feels a little normal. Feels a little inching back to normal. Um, one of the mics was inside the bar. He's got a mic that... Uh, he used to, uh, Before the pandemic, he had a mic at... Uh, uh, the Florence, which is a uh, very old bar in Niles, California. It's a little, uh, little, small little town next to Fremont. Niles, uh, Niles, California, famous for, um, I guess, Charlie Chaplin did a fucking few. Am I Charlie? Is it Charlie Chaplin? Is it Chaplin or Chapman? If there was only, if there was only like a, uh, uh, like a, I don't know, like a network, like a like an electronic kind of thing that you could uh, like that you could tap into with like, say, I don't know, like a computer or like maybe even a, some handheld device. If there was a network you could tap into and ask it questions and then get the answers to things like you could type in Charlie Chapman and it would correct you that it was Chaplin or whatever it really is, because I really don't know right now. <laughs> So dumb. Um, anyway, Niles, he, I guess he filmed some, this is a train station there, and they filmed some movies with the trains or some shit. So this little area is a little kind of halfway famous for that kind of thing. Anyway, the Florence, well, they had they had the open mic. They had it in the bar. It, uh, it was the first time I'd been in a bar in fucking over fucking eight months or whatever it's been. So that was a little weird and, and cool because I did the mic before when he was doing it. And uh, so it felt like old times. It felt like the old days. Uh, but it's been cool to, uh, to uh, hit some mics. And then I'm running my show here in Dublin. 
And uh, I don't know, man. If we if we can if if I can start jamming regularly with a band, whichever band I got that wants to do it, which it looks like it might be Hellbeard before it's anybody else. Um, Hellbeard might um, might start jamming here in the next this week or next week or something. Might get in there and make some noise, but uh, once you get that going and start kind of rehearsing. Even if I don't do any shows, just getting back in the room and fucking start rehearsing. Oh my god, it's gonna feel it's gonna feel pretty fucking normal. And um except for, you know, having to wear a mask everywhere and you know, trying to stay away from people and not hugging people and you know I don't know. They say that this is gonna be um a thing that um has changed us maybe for for a long time, if not forever changes. So, uh, you know, there's those things that happen in, in, in history, things that happen that just sort of change the course, you know. We haven't been the same since 9-11, and maybe we won't be the same since this uh, fucking... COVID-19 bullshit. I don't know. We will see what happens. Maybe, um, I don't know. Maybe say fuck it all and go back to complete normal and throwing all kinds of caution in the wind and being fucking, being like good old, the good old days, the good old days. Anyway, so, um, like I said, props to, to Jeff Morris and, um, his open mics because it's, Definitely helping a lot. Of, in fact, comics are coming from, like, there's a couple of South Bay cats that have been coming up. There's some cats that I know, like, only only did mics in San Francisco that are coming over. So, uh, it's cool to see some dudes doing their thing, trying to keep, trying to keep the dream alive. Uh, so, anyway, uh, this week, um, this week, I, uh, Tuesday... I, uh, we had an appointment, the wife, uh, the wife had an appointment to, uh, so I think I told you guys a while back about going to get her license and she passed the written with ease. She passed the written and then, uh, but be it that all her paperwork is from Japan as far as her ID and stuff like that. They uh, needed to have some special fucking bullshit. Okay. So, uh, they told us that we would get a, um, a letter in six weeks um, about an appointment to go see somebody else, right? If you don't get this letter in six weeks, call this number. Well, we never got a fucking letter, right? So I had to call the number. So we call the number, and they're like, huh, well, it's, it says here that uh, your paperwork has uh, been received, and uh, it has been, uh, it like got up. There was some weird language, like, extra steps that don't seem and of course it's government type stuff it's the DMV state of California there's fuckery okay there's there's steps being done that don't need to be done so we got told that the case because now it's, it's a case they gave us a fucking reference number or a case number that was actually the, the her uh, basically it's her driver's license number that they issued her 
and now that is like the ID number to go with. And so we had a, uh, so it was, the case has been reviewed uh, and accepted to, uh, or it was reviewed and and was cleared uh, to be verified, I think is what they said. Something along those lines. Basically, someone looked at it and said, okay, we can look at this. So they looked at it in Sacramento and then sent it over to another place to get looked at by somebody else. That person going to look at it and say, okay, now we can bring the people in, which is us, bring the people in so we can look at their documentation and confirm and say whether or not it's legit enough that we can issue the license. So we never got the letter, so we called the number, and they said, okay, yeah, okay, it has been reviewed and it has been accepted. That's what it was. It has been accepted to be reviewed. That was the language they used. I knew it was going to pop out somehow. So it has been accepted to be reviewed. So one place had to accept it and say, okay, we accept this. Let's review it. And then they send it to another place to review it. Okay? And they said, okay, well, your, your paperwork has been accepted to be reviewed. It's being uh, mailed out to the other place. You will get a letter from the other place to let you know when to come down for an appointment to review your documents. It's just, it's convoluted, right? It's, it's more steps that need to be done. Because obviously somebody at the DMV, when you go in there, is not qualified to review the documents. They said, oh, I don't know if this is going to work. I got to go send it. So when they got sent, why couldn't they just review it there and say, okay, this is cool. We're going to give them their license. No. They got to say, um, all right, we're going to uh, we're going to accept this so it can get reviewed. And then they send it over to another place to get reviewed. Then they said, OK, because we call. I had to call to find this out because we didn't get the letters. And in calling, they said, OK, well, uh, you're actually set up for an appointment for November 10th at 9 p.m. Uh, you will go down there, bring all the documents that you brought the first time. We're going to go over all the documents. And then uh, we'll we'll review them then. I said, okay, fine. Uh, but they said they will send you a letter to let you know when to come. Well, we never got that letter either. And it was coming up on the 10th. So like on um, last Friday, I think we called in the morning. I was like, hey, you know, we got this appointment set up. You know, what's the deal? I don't know. You know, we got an appointment 10 o'clock uh, or 1030 or whatever it was. Uh, maybe it was 930. I don't remember. Sometime in the morning, <laughs> got an appointment at this time. This is our reference number. Where am I going? Nobody told us. Told I got everything. Got a time. I got a reference number. I don't know where this appointment is at. And then they're like, oh, uh, please hold. And then another person answers the phone, and I got to explain everything to them. And they said, oh, yeah, okay, we see you right here. Uh, yeah, you have an appointment. I go, yes. Where am I going? Oh, uh, you didn't get the letter? No, I did not get the letter. That's why we're calling. I had to call the first time because I didn't get a letter. And that's how I even know that I got this appointment because they told me I had the appointment. Oh, you, uh, then they gave me the address finally. So then we go down there. And we got to go to Milpitas, which is in the South Bay. 
It's a whole different county from where we live. Um, you know, I mean, it's not far, but it's, you know, still, it's, it just seemed like it was just, they shit, sent shit to Sacramento. First, we go to the Hayward DMV. They take everything, send it to Sacramento. Then Sacramento says, okay, we're going to accept this to be reviewed. Sends it to Milpitas to be reviewed. And then they call us in so we can re- so they can review it further with our documents, right? So she hands them all the stuff. This guy looks at, okay, everything looks great. Everything looks perfect. In fact, we will send you a letter to let you know that another letter is going to come to tell you whether you were issuing your license or not. And if we are issuing your license, you can go to the DMV and take your behind-the-wheel test. They're going to send us a letter to tell us they're sending us a letter that will say yes or no. (laughs) Just say yes or no, we're right here. Oh, my God, it's such a fucking nightmare to get anything done. Why is it? Why is it so hard? Like, no, who has passed these laws to make it so there's this many, these men, this many? Why? Why is why are there so many hoops to jump through for this shit? It's fucking beyond me. Uh, But since we're in the South Bay. Uh, in Milpitas is the Great Mall. It's a very, very large shopping mall, and uh, it is open. Retail stores are open in this area, so uh, uh, we walked around the mall and uh, fucking almost got my fucking 10,000 steps in for the day walking in this motherfucker. It's a big, big, and it and it's cool because you can go in one door and go to the right or left, and it goes in a big circle, so you will walk by every fucking store that's in the place and you can come right back to where you started and you have seen pretty much every um every store in the place so did a nice little walk around the great mall and uh we actually did some shopping actually spent a little money on some things i got myself some new shoes got the wife some new shoes i got a new pair of pants I'm wearing new shoes and new pants right now. I don't think I have ever had new shoes and new pants at the same time. I don't think it's been a thing in a long time. It's been a long, long time since that's happened. So, a nice pair of black jeans and uh, some slip-on vans. How do you like that? haven't had a pair of slip-on vans in a long time either. So, uh, feeling kind of new. Feeling a little new. Not looking as raggedy. I'm still looking as raggedy. Fucking the beard's out of whack and my fucking hair's grown down to my ass. Of course I'm looking raggedy. But, um, so yeah, it, it was nice to uh, be in a mall and look at stores. And uh, and it was during the day on a Tuesday in the mid-morning, so there's nobody there. Pretty big place to be empty. But I was telling uh, the wife the story. Uh, I remember when they first opened that thing about 20-odd years ago. And going down there and checking it out and walking through that shit and over half the fucking thing was empty because they hadn't even moved enough stores in there yet. It was a big, giant emptiness of nothing. And we're walking around that bitch going, fuck, this is kind of weird, you know? Like you could literally just start running around because there was no stores or nobody around to tell you not to do that. You can bring your skateboard and fucking skate inside the place, you know? It was a big, uh, big empty place. Anyway, it's uh, 
pretty fucking full now. Uh, some stores were not open, like, um, for whatever reason. Maybe they just decided, you know what, we're going to play it safe and we're not going to open yet. I don't know. That may be a good idea because uh, fucking the ick is on the rise, isn't it? The ick is on the rise. The rise of the ick. Um, yeah, it's um, kind of sucks. I mean... But whatever, it is what it is, I guess, right? People aren't um, doing what they're supposed to do and staying away and staying... I mean, I got to be honest. I've, we've been being a little loose. We went to uh, friends. Uh, a friend of mine was throwing a little birthday celebration for his uh, his daughter, his youngest child. So we went to that, hung out with some friends in a small apartment. You know... No masks really being worn, and people are sharing joints. So, did that. That's the second time we've done that. Um, so maybe not. Maybe I'm not being as careful, or me and the wife aren't being as careful as we were in the beginning. But I think, um, like a lot of people, are just kind of, kind of tired of being careful. Want to go back to not being careful like we did before? Maybe not. I mean, that's not the right word to use. It's going back to uh, kind of enjoying things and not being scared. I don't know. Scared's okay. There's nothing wrong with scared. Scared's all right. But um, I don't know. It would be nice for things to get back to being normal. But they say it's going to be a while, so whatever's. Whatever's. Um, yeah, let's do this. I got a thing. I got a thing. Overrated. That was a little loud. Sorry. Um, watched a movie this week that I have never watched before. And I kind of wanted to watch it because, uh, I don't know, seemed to be a lot of, uh, this movie's held in high regard. Uh, there's a lot of merchandise I see people wear. Uh, regarding this movie. Um, the old Tim Burton, A Nightmare Before Christmas. I had never seen this movie, and I don't know what the big fucking deal is. People love this movie. Uh, I heard Joe Rogan on his podcast today fucking raving about it. Um, I don't know, man. It was all right. First of all, I didn't know it was a fucking musical, basically. Um, it's a musical. It's a fucking musical. There's a lot of singing. A lot of songs. This is Halloween, Halloween, whatever. Um, ah, man, didn't... I mean, it was it was okay. But, I, re, I mean, people really go fucking goo-goo-ga-go over this movie. And, I don't know, it was all right. It was all right. My wife loves it. She loves it. She, in fact, we watched it because she has the DVD. <sighs> she had to switch the language from Japanese to <laughs> to the English. Um, so, um, so old dumb American eyes here can watch the thing and understand. Um, but I was in. Uh, Interesting to I read, so I pulled it up on the 
I've tapped into that that network that you can tap into where you find out stuff. It's on a handheld device, and I looked up because uh, I thought the, the voice sounded familiar of the uh, what's his name Jack Skelton, Skelton, Jack Skeleton or whatever the main uh, the main character. the The singing voice sounded familiar, uh, and I couldn't quite place it. And uh, and sure as shit, it was uh, good old Danny Elfman. And uh, which makes a shit ton of sense because he's done a lot of the music for uh, Tim Burton films. And is fuck it, might as well sing, might as well uh, dust off the old singing pipes, the old Oingo Boingo singing pipes. And um, yeah, man. So uh, Danny Elfman singing his ass off. And uh, but then it's a different guy speaking. It was a a, a different uh, voice actor it was the spoken. Uh, Pumpkin King, Jack Skelton, or whatever his name is. But the, all the singing was Danny Elfman. I thought that was interesting. And I don't remember who else was doing voices for the other characters. But I don't know, man. Just, I don't know what all life is about. I don't know what you guys are rip, yip yapping and raving about. Um, all right, let's do this. <laughs> Every week, your boy here on this here podcast um, looks at the. Um, I give my reaction, me, a 46 year old lifelong metalhead, someone that likes. The loud and aggressive music that is the heavy. Oh my God! What's going on there? That was, in fact, here, loud and aggressive heavy metal like this. Let's back that up and just. That's nice. To me. That soothes my soul. makes me happy. Glad to be alive. Because I feel I feel this. This gets me See that just I, I feel that like like I can connect with that I, I understand what that is and that's just aggression and just mayhem and fucking violent just ah! and for me I understand what that is what's on the pop charts I don't necessarily understand what that is so, this is my reaction to uh, the number one song in the country. However, this week, number one song in the country is a song that has been number one before. Not the same song as last week. This is what's interesting. The number one song in the country this week on the pop charts is uh, a song called Mood, and I forget who it's by. But that song was number one, like, I don't know, four, five, six weeks ago? And now it's number one again, and the number one that was last week dropped down to number two. 
So I had to go kind of clip down. The next new song that was on the chart that I haven't reviewed is by the same artist as last week. It was another Ariana Grande song that was number seven on the charts. But I didn't want to do another Ariana Grande song. So we went to number eight. And the number eight song in the country, brand new number eight song in the country, is a song called uh, Dakiki or Dakiti. Dakiti. D-A-K-I-T-I. Dakiti. By Bad Bunny and Jay Cortez. And J is spelled J H A Y. Like J J Cortez. I doubt the H is pronounced in this man's name or woman's name or whoever this J Cortez is. But um, Bad Bunny and J Cortez. Dakiti, number eight song of the country. Let's see what this horse shit is all about. English song that's on the charts. But again, you got that vocoder effect on the voice. It's not the pure voice, it's got a little digitized little thing to. Is that the hook? What's bunny in Spanish? Bad is just bad bunny, but bad is malo, right? Malo? What's bunny? Malo, whatever the word for bunny is. Anyway. See, haven't to me. Having that soft sort of house beat, just four on the floor house. There's no drums, but it's just that kick. Mm-hmm. 
the song would have been totally different if it had a better beat. That little soft fucking... Like a soft... I don't know, man. Just that, just that kick by itself. And it's a soft kick. It's not a real hard, like, hitting kick. Watch, I'm going to back this song. What? What? Just bear with me here. All right. You stop. I'm going to put you back at the beginning. So... It starts off, this little sample or, or whatever is going on here in the beginning is kind of cool. There's some, like, that's like a, it's like a ragatone beat, sort of, that little clickety click. All right, so that's doing that, right? So, and the vocals come in. I'm going to play it one more time, and I'm going to watch, watch what could happen if they just put a different sort of beat. Um, so, and then that soft kick comes in, right? But let's just bear with me. So we got that, right? Like it could have hit way harder, but actually had a backbeat. Anyway, what the fuck do I know, though, right? Anyway, uh, I don't know what Dakiti means. I don't know what Bunny means in Spanish or how. Anyway, you blew it. This song could have been kind of cool because I like that little, that little warbly sort of sample thing there. I don't know. What do I know, dude? I don't know anything. I'm just a fucking... I've only been playing music for fucking... Let's see. I started playing drums when I was eight years old. I am 46. Creeping up on 47. What is that? 40 years? Almost. 39? 38? 38 years. 38. 38 and a half as of right now, probably, right? 38 and a half years, technically, I've been playing music. Um, started playing in clubs when I was 14 or 15. Maybe even, yeah. So, I was so I was playing drums for about six or seven years when I started my first band. And within less than a year of playing in that first band, we do our first show. And that is, the first show is January 2nd, 1990, at the Omni in Oakland. So I believe 1990, I am, yeah, I'm 14 in 1990, right? No. I'm 15. I'm 15 going on 16. I'm a little older than I thought. Anyway. But, again, I was playing stuff that sounded a little bit like that fucking heavy metal monstrosity that I played right before I played this song. Just saying. I've been coming at it from a different angle. But there was a time where I did 
Let's see, what do we got here? I think I got this on a list here. I was I was doing some shit. I was doing this there for a minute. Uh here we go. Oh, what's going on there? Okay, so, okay, maybe there's 808 hi-hats on this. Maybe there's 808 hi-hats. <laughs> How about that? What's that? What's that? My favorite type of music, man, it just happens to be R&B. But what I want to wreck some shit, man, I'll be riding with that L.I.C. Hell yeah, to all of y'all. To all of y'all say you wanna get down. Hell I'm, just, I'm playing this because it sounds really good in my headphones right now. <laughs> this shit sounds nice in these headphones. I'm sorry. That's uh, that's the old group. That's the old. That's some Lickasto shit right there. A band I did from 1997 to about 2004. That's uh, that's the that's what we did. That's what we did back in the day when you wanted to combine your hippity hop with the heavier heavies. Anyway, that's that was that was fun. That was good times. Good times indeed. Uh, it's late. What time? It's fucking. Uh, yeah, let's get out of here. I'm tired. I'm tired, man. Again, fucking grinding. I took Tuesday off to take the take the wife to, to her appointment, and then we did some shopping. And by the time, uh, let's see, we went shopping, got some food. Well, actually, we got some food first, and then went shopping. When we got done with the shopping. Did we go somewhere else after that? No, we drove home. Did we go somewhere else? It felt like it was fucking 4 o'clock by the time we got back. Well, whatever. Anyway, not much of a day off because we're running errands and shit. But All right. Um, oh, shit, I don't have this shit pulled up. Here we go. Uh, let's do... This. Uh oh, it didn't play. Why didn't it play? You fucking dipshit! What did I do? That happened earlier. Fucking oh, because I turned it down, didn't I? Sorry. One of these days, I'm gonna learn how to use all this equipment I got in front of me, and we're gonna have a smooth podcast that doesn't have any blips or bleeps. Earworm of the week. So I was um, I was uh, on the YouTubes. I was on the YouTubes looking at shit, and uh, 
you know, because of your algorithm, whatever you looked at, you know, in the past long, however long ago or whatever, you'll get, you know, stuff that's, you know, like I've looked up loudness. I love loudness. I've said it many times. I love this fucking band, Loudness. Japanese metal band from the 80s that have been fucking putting out records this whole time. I've never stopped. You got like fucking 18 albums or some shit like that. And the last album they put out is fucking great. Um, anyway, so I'm looking through there's some, you know, and there was a video I had never seen before of Loudness. And it was from the fucking 80s. It was from like 88. And I watched it and I was like, fucking, this is badass. I've never seen this video before. You know what I mean? And it was your, you know, typical sort of uh, 80s with uh, maybe a post apocalyptic theme. Um, and then another video came up of another song um, that th- it was them playing uh, live on a um, on some Japanese television show. They were interviewed right before they were, you know, of course, I don't know what anybody's saying or whatever. And then they went into this song and uh, and the song's fucking amazing. I love this song. And this song you will hear. I've said it, I think, on here a lot of times, but I know I say it a lot of times just in conversations with people, and I've even made posts about it uh, on the on the Facebooks. Uh, Akira Takasaki, the guitar player for Loudness, is the most underrated guitar player of all time next to Prince. I've, I, I know I said it on here before, but... Uh, I mean, he he is the Japanese Eddie Van Halen. I mean, he's so fucking badass. Um, in fact, there's a uh, there's a guitar solo on, um, I believe their it's their third record. So they put out three records, and their fourth record was released uh, in the U.S. So they finally signed. First Japanese band to sign to a major U.S. Uh, uh, record label, and uh, that's the Thunder in the East album. That's the album that we all know here. But there's three records before that, or an EP and two full lengths. And that second full length, um, blanking on the name of it. What a dick! I should know this like the back of my fucking hand, right? Um, I claim to be such a big fan. How come I don't know the name of that second record? That's the word soldier, I think, in the. <laughs> it's got a word in it. Uh, it's got some uh, some syllables, and it might have a word about something. Uh, it might remind you of a thing that you might have did one time. Uh, God damn it, I can't find it. Devil soldier. God fucking shit. Actually, it's not even that record. It's the Delusion record. <sighs> Delusion. So they released uh, two versions of this record. Uh, this record, Delusion. There's a, the Japanese version, the original version, and then they released an English version. But there is a... Uh, is it on that record? See, now I'm... It's either the Devil Soldier record or the Delusion record. There's a fucking guitar solo in the vein of Eruption uh, in fact, it's almost like structured, <laughs> like eruption. Um, 
as far as the where the finger tapping is and and anyway Akira Takasaki is a bad motherfucker. And this song right here that is the earworm of the week is the whole reason why we got into this, right? Um, this is the whole reason why we got into this discussion in the first place was because this song's been stuck in my head because I watched a video of them playing it live on a fucking thing and he played the intro of this song fucking perfectly. And I was like, God damn, he's fucking badass. Anyway, earworm of the week, Ashes in the Sky. By the mighty, mighty loudness. Thank you for uh, sitting through some sort of mediocre podcast the past few episodes. I apologize. I don't think they've had the bite that some of the previous episodes have had. If I'm to be uh, a little self-critical, I apologize for that. But please, rate, review, subscribe. They say it really helps a podcast when you do that. I don't know. I'm not begging you for money anymore. And again, I keep saying that I'm not going to say that every week. And here I am every week been saying, I'm not going to ask for your money. Just rate, review, subscribe. Um, Donate to the podcast if you want to. But uh, anyway, thank you, you dirty, dirty motherfuckers for... uh, hanging out with me for an hour or so a week and letting me play music and let me babble on about bullshit that really doesn't matter in your life but maybe it matters a little bit in mine and uh, I appreciate you being interested in that Uh, what do I got coming up oh uh, November 21st Yes, Saturday, November 21st at the Back Lounge in Dublin, California. Boyles Blowout. That's me. My name is Sean Boyles, and I do a comedy show. The Boyles Blowout, and um, the owner of the bar is one, Phil Demmel. You might know him from that band Machine Head and the band he was in before that called Violence that he's still in, and I've got a, 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 they're doing an EP. They're recording an EP. They're recording an EP. And uh, I might be able to—I might be able to hear a little something of it. I might be able to hear it. Shh. Anyway, I'm gonna askly ask uh, Phil Demmel if he'd come on the podcast. How about that? I've got a few. Now I've been saying this for like—I—I I, I threatened a guest a while back, and we just haven't been able to hook up and bring him on. But um, I do have some. I got about four people, and Phil being the fourth one. Uh, that I want to interview that I'm going to bring on and I might do it via um, uh, virtual which means I will uh, have their audio piped in by some other means. The Anchor app actually provides a um, like I can call somebody with the Anchor app so that's kind of cool so we might do that Um, but Phil I might be able to just take all my gear down. Maybe I'll do that on Saturday. I can take the stuff down there. Maybe we have a little podcast episode done right there from the bar. Maybe you'll hear some clinkety clanking of dishes in the background from people ordering drinks and whatnot. But that might be cool to um, get Phil Demo on my podcast. Why the fuck not? Anyway, uh, like I said, thank you for uh, checking us out. Uh, We're going to go out with the earworm of the week. Like I said, loudness is ashes in the sky. 
pay attention to the amazing guitar work of Akira Takasaki. Be good and stay dirty. The world.